Wednesday, February 6th, and this is episode 16 of I Know Science. here with episode 16 of I Know Science Things, and I'd, I'd like to say that there were three hosts uh, in the room tonight, but I'm very afraid that we are down to two and a half hosts here, because I myself am holding a microphone. Brian, would be c- Tom. Brian is holding a microphone, correct? Yes. Um, Chris, as you know, has been fired, so he's not here. Uh, and Ariel, ostensibly, is in the room, but unfortunately, she has chosen to take this sacred time that we put aside once a week. Uh, to gather and discuss relevant issues that people want to hear about. And she decided to take that time and uh, instead doodle. Uh, that's okay. I mean, really, I mean, people out there, you know, tend to like to hear what Errol has to say, but frankly, I don't. And so it's one of those things that, you know, I can shrug off. I mean, our ratings will probably dip a little bit. We might lose some of the, you know, the, the more sensitive audience that we have out there. But at the same time, it's okay. Maybe it's good. All right. I mean, male voices should count for more anyway. So right. It's okay. Uh, and I think, you know, I think you and I have a lot more relevant to say anyway. So it's okay. You know, if Ariel wants to doodle for the rest of the show, uh, so be it. But um, anyway, this is episode 16, Brian. Uh, how are you tonight? You seem you seem chipper. You seem uh, very fresh-faced. Uh, how was your day today? It was fun. Today I uh, taught some undergrads about capacitance. Really? Yeah. Uh, what, 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 what kind of a symbol or a variable? Like, would it be like beta? Or is it like... It's, it's a giant C. A giant C capacitance. for capacity? That's... Oh, capacitance. Capacitance. I apologize. Obviously, I don't know science things. Um, but well, no. Well, I can educate you about capacitance if you so Let's say that for episode 17. All things boring. Um, that'll be the theme of this episode. We'll talk about capacitance for as long as you want to. Uh, it's, it's, been, it's been a pretty uh, interesting week since we gathered here. Uh, for episode 15. A lot of things have been happening. And something super recently happened. Something super uh, that Americans were very much a part of. Uh, you know, very involved with. And a lot of people came out and turned out for this super event. And what I'm talking about is the Super Bowl on uh, on Sunday. What do you think about the Super Bowl, Brian? It was quite awesome. Seeing Bill Belichick get get what was coming to him. That bastard. That, that cheating bastard. I really have no... Uh, 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 affiliations either way, because really, I mean... No, wait, hold on. You grew up in Ohio. How does that link me to either the New York Giants that or... That links you to Bill Belichick. That does. Aha, uh-huh. so you, you do you do know that connection, which, uh, yeah, I, I, I do have some childhood memories of, of Bill Belichick leading my hometown Cleveland Browns to 2-12, and 12, 6 and eight seasons uh, for a long time, and I don't remember ever winning a playoff game under Bill Belichick. Uh, yeah. And then do you remember a certain year when he stole the team that, to become the Baltimore Ravens? Well, I don't really blame that one on Bill Belichick. That was more of an Art Modell thing. But hey, but he is a traitor for going with them to Baltimore. And winning the Super Bowl and out there with the, the Browns. With, uh-huh. with the Browns in, in their awful purple and turquoise or whatever those colors were. Uh, and hiring a murderer as the lead <laughs> middle linebacker. But anyways, never convicted. Um, no, but it was it was a pretty it was a pretty good game. I mean, did you did you think did you think it was pretty? Uh, did you watch it at all? Did you watch any snippets of it? I, uh, Ray Lewis, if you're listening to this, I don't think you're a murderer. I I, I know you weren't guilty. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I did uh, I did watch some of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually watched all of it. Did you? Daryl. Yes, okay. it's true. 
What's what was it? What is I it? found that it was very exciting that it went on till the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Most Super Bowl games that I've seen recently in the last few years have been over by around halftime. Mm-hmm. This one didn't follow that pattern. Mm-hmm. No, it was it was it was good in that sense. I mean, so. I can't say I was really rooting for the Giants so much as I really didn't want the Patriots to win. Right, right. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I found myself on either side for any part of the game, but it was it was interesting. But I I do have to say that I missed. Though I had the TV on in my house with the Super Bowl on it, uh, I missed most of the game because I was, as, as painful as it is to admit, I was sitting and reading the rules for Access and Allies, the board game, and also looking up online various strategies to crush it with. And so, wait, wait, just so uh, in case our audience is unfamiliar with Access and Allies, perhaps you should uh, provide a, a short introduction. I, I recently introduced uh, your your humble hosts here and uh, and a host who is no longer here uh, to a certain board game uh, put out by Milton Bradley. No, I'm sorry, Avalon Hill. Yeah, Avalon Hill, now owned by Wizards of the Coast. Coast which it, they apparently own everything nerdy now. They're just like, an, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? So something, some nerdtastic, nerd town, like nerd, nerd, ground zero for nerd. Um, a nerd harem, per se. I, I don't want to think about that at all. Uh, but no, a, a, a lovely Avalon Hill board game. That I, uh, you know, you, you take either you take one of the five historic roles from World War Two, you know, one of the three out, three allies or two Axis powers, and you fight on a, on a global scale. And well, again, I mean, but shouldn't there technically be three Axis powers? I mean, well, yeah, but I mean, like Italy, come on, they, they would, you'd, 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 like one of the rules would be okay if you play Italy, you can play for one turn, and then you have to uh, turn all your pieces over to the American and British side. I mean, it's kind of like. Well, I mean, just because they were fighting the most badass armies in the uh, in the world at the time. <laughs> well, not according to last Saturday. According to last Saturday, the most badass armies in the world were pretty impotent. But uh, hopefully, you can correct that in the near future, Brian. No, but it's a board game with World War II powers, and it's very nerdy and takes a long time to play, and it's a little bit more involved than Risk, but a lot less involved than those like hex games that just get to calculate every fucking like shot. I, I I remember trying to play once when I was like 12 years old, and just giving up and going outside and playing freeze tag instead. It was a lot more fun. Uh, I mean, it's not quite at the nerd level of, say, 40K or no. or even nerdier, the, the hex space games. Right. But it's between that and, and Risk. True, so. true. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not like, like Risk is the poor man's Axis and Allies where you have to worry about like different things. Well, it's, that, that, but I'm interested in Axis and Allies. So basically, I spent my manly, like American patriotic evening, you know, doing manly things and looking at beer commercials with like boobies and like, you know, drunk people. I spent it reading rules to a really nerdy board game so it, it made me feel good about myself but it didn't um but no it was it was it was a good super bowl but if if i can pause for a second um it, it's it's about the time of the show where we usually take a, a quick commercial break uh so i figured you know, like what, what let's let's hear a word let's hear a word from uh from our sponsors for for tonight's show let's, let's see what uh let's see what our sponsors have to say tonight Uh, one second. It's on its way. Uh, technical difficulties. Wait. It's still on its way. Hold on. Okay. And now, and now, and now, a brief word from our sponsor. I'm John McCain, and I approve this message. Mitt Romney on Ronald Reagan. Look, I was an independent during the time of Reagan Bush. I'm not trying to return to Reagan Bush. Mitt Romney was against Ronald Reagan before he was for him. Yeah, I voted in the Democratic primary, but when I was running in 94, I wasn't trying to return to Reagan Bush. If we can't trust Mitt Romney on Ronald Reagan, how can we trust him to lead America? I'm not running as 
the Republican view or a continuation of Republican values. Shut up. So, Brian, uh, I, was that on YouTube, Tom? No, it was on YouTube. That was that was our official sponsor. That they sent me this clip beforehand to play on the show, uh, because as you know, I mean, we're we're a big clearinghouse for all politi- issues, uh, political, and, and you know, it's this, this time of year when people enter the campaigns want to reach out to you know the big the widest audience they can. I mean, we we're, we have a pretty big audience. So naturally, they decided to pay us so right. that we could run ads for them. Right, but um, really, Brian, what is your party's obsession with? Returning to the years 1980 through 1988. Well, could be because Ronald, as I'll refer to him, tended to help unify the vision of what conservatives believe in these days. These days, so it wasn't. It isn't so much what he got done, which he did get done a lot, and he ended the Soviet Union. These are these are important single things. Single-handedly. Single-handedly. He went over there and wrestled the bear to the ground. <laughs> but besides for that monstrous achievement, it's more of a matter of vision and ideology and thought that he tended to embody what people want from a true conservative, per se. Mm-hmm. They should try to emulate him as much as possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know that much about the actual 1980s and 1988 as I was quite young at that time, so I don't really know exactly what his policy was. You know were. who wasn't young in 1988? John McCain, because he was still like 85 then. Hold on. He was not 85 in, in the 1980s. He's only 75 right now. Only. 71. So well, see, I was overestimating. Assuming he would serve a full term, he would he would be on the edge of 80. Yeah, don't 80. Worry, yeah John McCain, eight more years. How does that sound? If only W could be there for just four more. That would be pretty awesome, everyone out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was being I was being a little facetious before, and I was referring to the Super Bowl as a super. We had we had we had a more important super event recently. I mean, it was it was stupendous. It was super duper to use Mr. Obama and and the rest of the uh, press's terms for it. Uh, super Tuesday was yesterday. This is almost our de facto election night after special. Uh, but, but shall we refer to all of the candidates by their nicknames? So we have Walnuts. Wait, who's Walnuts? John McCain. Or McCainia. I mean, I'm well, sorry. why are you referring to him as Walnuts? Let's, 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 let's turn to another word for a sponsor to, uh, to find out all about uh, John Walnuts McCain. Uh, one second. So here we are with uh, John Walnuts McCain. It's starting in a few seconds. I'm president. I mean, I'm John McCain. I'm running for president. That was me. You can call me Walnut. Oh, Walnut. I want to help people in the war and Medicare. And I want to help people in their lives. And remember, I was tortured. And you gotta love me because of it. But I was tortured in the war, and it was painful, but I got my walnut cheek. Walnuts! My opponents are not as lovable as me. Walnuts! So, don't forget to vote on November 4th. Oh, walnuts. 
Oh, so that's our other other campaign commercial. Oh, yeah. I, I refuse to refer to him as Walnuts. No, it's John Walnuts McCain. No, he's McCain. So we got we've got Walnuts. We've got we've got who? Would you, well, not, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna name John Walnuts McCain. Name Hillary Clinton. You can say whatever. Billary. Billary, Walnuts, uh, Barry Hussein, and well, or Obama Saya. Obama Saya. <laughs> uh, and who else is it? Well, there's the huckster. Yeah. What what can we call Mitch? Just like. Total douchebag asshole. Can we just refer to him to that for the rest <laughs> of the Douchebag or uh, snake oil. <laughs> snake oil. Let's call him snakes. Snakes. Uh, so we got snakes. We got walnuts. We got billery. Zombie. He has a face. kind okay. of. Uh, it looks so sleazy. He's like a snake oil. Yeah, snake oil salesman is probably how I refer to him. All right, but we we had a pretty uh, indecisive Super Tuesdays round of voting uh, last night. Not not much got accomplished. A whole lot of um, you know, ups and downs. Uh, not much. Well, I, well, at least on my party side. Uh, I don't know. A whole lot of trees lost their walnuts. <laughs> but uh, one thing I did notice is that bef- before um, the polls were were, were uh, closed and the, the the states started being called, that we had a little informal pool uh, here in my house when we're watching the returns come in. And uh, I noticed this morning that Barack Obama, thirteen states. Hillary Clinton, eight. Now, who in this room called those two numbers? Me. Was it, was it, was it, uh, Brian? Was it you? It was me, wasn't it? It was totally fucking me. <laughs> I called 15 and 6. Okay. You called 13, 13 and, and eight. 8. It's true. Yeah, so, so. In I was just trying to be nice to Ariel, make her feel good. Right. But, um, no, well, speaking of it, let's, let's pass it. We'll see if we can interrupt her doodles for a second, see what she has to say about Super Tuesday. Sorry to inconvenience What you, about but... the McCain numbers? Did we, uh, did we check the, mm-hmm. our bet for the McCain numbers? No. Oh, so, what? Huckabee and Romney took, like, 10 total. Oh, so we lost by a lot. Um, what are we talking about? Oh, Super Tuesday. Um... Sadly, in my office this morning, despite the overwhelming support for Barack Obama, there was a little bit of sense of of depression because of the sort of less than stellar performance in California. And our senior policy director said he didn't feel like Obama was electable, but I don't feel that that's the case. I feel like Obama has the most like he's the most powerful leader figure of the people running even even McCain who has a, a history of um civil service and is you know old and venerable and he, he's just watching the speeches man Obama blew them away and Hillary Clinton sounded like a fucking robot it was it was crazy it was like listening to a television but I mean well it's important that people can speak it's not it's not necessarily the entire story is what we elect people I'd say that our current president makes the ability to overwhelming, you know, like draw support from overwhelming public speaking pretty important. Well, I happen to like W's public speaking ability. It's Wait. gotten better over the years. It really has. Yes, he now knows the English language. It's pretty special. I'm I'm glad for him. His twang is quite it's like music to my ears. It's fake music. He's from fucking Connecticut. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm flabbergasted by 
I don't know. I don't even know what to say. I'm, I'm speechless. Just no, like George really, W. Bush. I really like W's speaking style now. I used to hate it, but now I, it amuses me. Mixed metaphors, bad colloquialisms, and like slurring and it's stuttering. It's hilarious, Tom. Have you listened? Oh to no, it? it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm not gonna give. I'm not, I'm not gonna deny convinced. you that. No, listen, no one's getting convinced by W's speeches anymore. We watch them for the entertainment value. Oh sure. And they're very into entertainment. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, well. Some very uh, misinformed voters in Florida. And... Oh, come on. He's obviously a lame duck right now. He can't do oh, anything which is so during awesome. electoral season. Right, which is so awesome to see him just... I mean, what, I, I haven't heard... I haven't seen Bush on the front page of like anything that I've, I watch. I mean, I'm sorry, that I read. With the, with the social state of the union, which is like... Well, what's, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, but I mean, you haven't seen Congress on the front page of anything either. Because this, this is like the season where I, they all... Hey. Like, Hey. hibernate for a year during election season. Well, I just want to say that, so Detroit having a massive scandal with their mayor over some, he fired someone and then he, because they were going to out him for having an affair with someone else, he fucking had text message romances with this. It's Anyway, I think Tom's pulling Wait, we're up. We're finding some text messages, but, I believe. However, there were, in one of the papers this morning, showing numbers or i guess from last week showing that um so mayor kilpatrick's apology speech the state of the union and the state of the state were all on the same night or like within like a day of each other and something like seven million or eight million people in the metro detroit area i don't know maybe maybe the whole state watched um the State of the Union, something like 11 million watched the State of the State, and something like 25 million watched the mayor apologize. Okay. Speaking of, speaking of, of our not really illustrious mayor, but Brian and I are about to engage in some, some brief theater here. Uh, Whatever it says KK, I want you to read Brian, and I will read the CB. Wait, so, we we need to t- say who we are we're being here. Uh, you are you are our mayor, Kwame Kilpatrick, the and, mayor of Detroit. Uh, CB is myself, is Christine Beatty, his uh, his aide and uh, confidant and uh, lover. So uh, please, can you read for the first KK, uh, Brian? The first one is a Christine. No, the first one's K. You're you're right there, KK. Oh, they're right outside the door. They had to have heard everything. So we are officially busted. Laugh out loud. LOL. LOL. Damn that. Never busted. Busted is what you say. LOL. Damn, so they had to walk in before you can see it busted? LOL. Hell yeah, walk in. This is from the next day. I'm on my way to your room right now, but by the time you get there, I'll be as- Oh, wait. By the time you get there, I'll be asleep and it'll be 5 a.m. I got something for you. Laugh out loud. Is that so? I'm in your room. Don't let Mike check it. Reference to Mike Martin, a bodyguard, blah, blah, What do you have for me? Question mark. Okay, next step. Wait, let's get a steam meter one. Okay. Hold on. We're, we're scrolling through these. Okay. What's a good one? Damn it. All right, do the last one. That's the first time I couldn't fully seduce you. My game is off. LOL. Thanks for the consideration in the QT. Love you. LOL. Your game is way on, baby. You had me at hello. That's from Jerry Maguire 2000. Laugh out loud. I just don't want to get caught, period. This is our mayor uh, from Detroit. Well, not really our mayor, I say, but, um... How old is this dude? I mean, he's like, hell yeah, hell yeah. (laughs) 
LOL. Yeah, it's pretty lame. Why is he uh, like, dude? I'm surprised he isn't like outrageous. The best thing is that when he apologized to the city, first of all, the like headlines the next day on the newspaper. Well, okay, the day before he apologized, the headlines front page were Mayor to apologize. Like that's news. Next day, I'm sorry. Headlines as big as OJ Simpson's I'm like not guilty. Like what the fuck? And also his wife sat there next to him while he apologized. Like she like the pictures of she looks so fucking pissed, man. I, I mean, I don't know. Like I I don't follow like Detroit mayoral politics that much, but like reading some of the stories like I don't know what like He's still with his wife. Like things, I mean, but things are still cool, but like not cool, totally uncool. Like, it's so, it's gotta be so fucking awkward. But his name, I mean, Kwame Kilpatrick. He sounds like a rap star. I mean, <laughs> it's just like even like his name. Like if I was thinking about a guy who who was gonna be like cheating on his wife and like being the mayor of uh, Detroit, I'd say uh, let's name him Kwame Kilpatrick. I mean, that's pretty sweet. Oh. I know science things disavows all previous comments, but that's okay. Uh, we we here at science things encourage all views and viewpoints. Um, that's okay. No, we, that's what we need Chris for. Chris is our retarded viewpoint. Speaking of Chris, um, we never officially uh, informed him uh, of his firing and uh, you know his dismissal from the show. I think it'd be more than appropriate uh, in in kind of keeping with most of I know science things practices to call him on the air right now and officially. Uh, from I Know Science Things, fire him from the show for absenteeism. Uh, so let's do that right now. For tardiness. Right. Cause I think I think it'd be it's more than appropriate for Chris to you know answer his his audience um, you know on the phone. Uh, so let, let's let's see what Chris has to say about about not being here and what he thinks about being fired. But there's a good chance that he's not going to uh, respond because you know being who he is, um, you know, he likes to hide from these kind of issues. But let's see. It's ringing. Ring ring. Ring ring. Oh, triple lame. Lame. Chris, answer your phone. Uh, we'll call him back later. Well, maybe we'll call back. But I guess we can't. We'll, we'll fire him later. We'll, we'll save on to that. But um, what else is going on? I mean, we. Had, I mean, Super Tuesday is what it was. Uh, yeah, and it was. There's not as much clarity oh. as we would like. Oh, especially what? on the Democratic side. Voicemail message. Sorry, don't mind me. Someone yeah. else called. It wasn't Chris. Ignore mm. it. Yeah, I know. It's it's kind of kind of a bummer that nothing got decided. I mean, I'm I'm glad that. But I mean, at the same time, Romney, according to his son Tag with two G's, is uh, he's still in it. Wait, he has a son named Tag. Yeah. With two with two, two G's. T a g g. That's kind of his, his his spokesman for the family. Oh, like Dog the Bounty Hunter. I mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like Tag. It could be Tag the Tag Bounty Romney. Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. So um. That's uh, I guess I mean Mitt's not that much better, but I mean yeah. it's like somewhat normal, right? Well, you said I, I have four, I have four letters in my name with two letters of the same <laughs> consonant at the end. Let's do the right. same thing with my son. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I thought of like Jag. Uh, Please okay, name. I've been, I've been told to stop. Uh, but we um. Before the show started, we had kind of a brief discussion about teenage things and teenage issues, uh, and what happened to us when we were in high school. And I mean, we have we have another segment we're going to unveil in a second here. Um, but today, I got an email, uh, 
And I think this is this also its own little segment of like what what emails are t- is Tom getting from different student organizations. Um, we got an email today from uh, a student organization that that happens to exist within the architectural uh, community at my school, uh, and they're having a fundraising drive for Valentine's Day. And that Valentine's Day fundraising drive involves selling carnations and lollipops, and uh, you can purchase it for your loved ones, for anonymous people. For uh, to tell them there's a secret admirer, uh, and I, I thought to myself, I'm 24 years old, and I have in my email inbox a fundraiser idea to buy carnations or lollipops from some for somebody, or even for myself. And I thought, how absurd is that? I mean, am I alone here in thinking that there's there needs to be some more creativity, especially I mean along the Valentine's Day holiday? Well, creativity but, is, I mean, in regards to a Valentine's Day present between two people is a little different from creativity for a nonprofit fundraiser. Hey, our first Valentine's together. Wait, she's referring to me and, her, and her, I believe. No, I was referring to Tom and Brian. Anyway, um, our school did something really cool where they, instead of doing like flowers, which hey, by the way, is creepy to get a flower from an anonymous admirer and then find out that it's oh the creepy guy who sits next to you in class after me in high school. But our college did this thing where they had a list of love songs and you could pick out ten love songs and make a mix CD, and it was really adorable. And Brian made me one. Um, they're kind of awkward songs actually. They're really sad. Um. <laughs> I didn't really know what a lot of them were when I sent it, but I, I just picked okay. names I kind of restaurant. Yeah, I do. I'm just thinking. Um, Power of Two by the Indigo Girls, Jefferson Airplane, Don't You Want Somebody to Love. There's a... Ariel's from Brian, don't you need somebody to... That's fucking awesome, dude. Um, there's also oh, the, the there's song more. from Armageddon. Hey, uh, I know. Yes. Don't want to miss a thing. Aerosmith song. Oh, amazing. Um, and and um, last the last song on the album was Colorblind by Counting Crows, which is a really depressing song yeah, and a, a strange song sad. to end an out al- to end a, a love a love CD on. But that's okay. Uh-huh. It's a long distance dedication to uh, Brian out there and Valentine's Day. Uh, Feel the love, people. Your sweet surrender. Never. Stand with you is a moment I treasure. Don't want to close my eyes. Don't want to fall asleep Cause I'd miss you baby And I don't want to miss a thing <laughs> Now that everyone out there is Turned off the podcast has, uh, <laughs> Hopefully Yeah If you if you bared through that Good job That, that was uh, That was some fortitude Stamina Yeah I, I'm you, sorry You obviously can go a long time That's yeah. right <laughs> I don't know what that implies, Brian, but um. I want the pretzels. Oh, uh, no, she doesn't want the mic. She wants the pretzels. Yeah, we do crazy things for Valentine's Day, don't we? Like dedicating Aerosmith. I don't want to miss a thing. Um. Well, there's also the Valentine's Day bang that I mentioned is coming up. Soon. Oh, please do. Uh, I mean, is that this weekend or next? Next weekend. weekend. 
We haven't had one of those for yes. quite. We haven't had one of those for quite some time. No, we haven't. Apparently, Brian. There hasn't been bang. a bang since the New Year's bang, Ariel. My point is that we had a bang opportunity and you ruined it. Wait, also had a fucking come to Chicago and hang out with us opportunity, you sons of bitches. Hey, you almost didn't go to that. True. That's true. <laughs> but I'll let, because, but because of. I'll stop talking about that. Well, that was actually kind of fun. Um, I want to go back to Chicago, though. We already talked about Chicago must be okay. No, but I mean, the only reason I wanted Wait, to stay in Chicago, I mean, the only reason I didn't want to come to Chicago was because of other ex- extenuating circumstances. That is a voluptuous woman you just outlined with your hands there. <laughs> yeah, Ar- Ariel's that. Wait, who was? I don't remember that at all. Um, Yes. Anyways, let's is. move on from this topic. Uh, Add it to the web, the cobweb diagram. Oh, if you God. heard it out there, just turn up your mics, turn up your sound a little bit. Okay. Rewind. Well, let's say, let's say, as long as we're on like, as long as we're on personal issues, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say one brief thing. That's all we're going to say about it. That's all we're going to say. I'm, I have to say it for the per- so it's on the record. So like 20 years from now, if I'm listening to this for some ungodly reason, I'll be like, oh, that's right, that's right. <laughs> I hope I'm not either. Uh, last Friday night. Well, Soul Ninth. All I'm going to say, all I'm going to say, this segment was edited out because Tom does not want to sound like an asshole. Um, what was I going to Oh, I was going to say that Brian was wasted last Friday night, and that was what I was going to share. He was really, really drunk. It wasn't my fault. It was Vladimir's fault. Well, yes, I suppose. Vladimir is... The alter ego of Brian's friend. Yes. Oh... <laughs> Wait, Comcast calls you at home? Tom just got a call from Comcast telling him that he needs to pay his bills. Um, Isn't that ridiculous? Anyway, Tom wants the microphone back. No, so it, wait, wait, wait again? I'm Hold sorry, on. I'm sorry. We've got a uh, caller. You're on the air with I Know Science Things. Uh, hi, Tom. What's up? How's it going, buddy? I'm sorry? Is this a ploy to get me on the air? What do you mean a ploy? I don't know what you're talking about. Is my voice being recorded right now? Of course not. Okay. No, right. no, but we we wanted to call you because we, we, we've been talking uh, here, like, I mean, amongst our, you know, the producers and, and, the, and the staff and the talent here in I Know Science Things. Uh, you're fucking fired, dude. I'm trying to graduate. I don't know. No, it's cool. I just want to let you know, like in person, like your absenteeism, and you know the way you've been, you haven't shown up for work, like in the morning and all, and, and just the general behavior at work. You know the sexual harassment. We, it's, it's kind of. A, I mean, we have to fire you. Hey, who doesn't want pubic hairs on their uh, coke cans? <laughs> oh, thanks a lot, Clarence Thomas. Well, I just want to call you and say that to tell you that. Okay, Chris. I do. Okay, All right. See you. Live on the air call segment. Hey, that's new for I know science things, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Live call segment. <laughs> but um, before I before I hijacked, uh, and I totally forgot about it before. We we started a kind of like a, a, a topic with high school angst and high school like you know emotions, and, and we fortunately have with us tonight in the studio uh, some musings, some some ramblings, some thoughts, some you know the heart ripped out of someone's chest and put on the page. Uh, and they're going to read a passage for us tonight, uh, and we're going to call this uh, let, let's call it let's call it high school angst theater. Uh, it will, it'll be a running segment. 
I like uh, and uh, I'm gonna give it up for for Errol to read uh, to read a patches to us. Or like screwing with you, Kwame Kilpatrick style. Um, not quite that. First, I'm going to read a couple quotes that I found torn out of my high school sketchbook, which may or may not be from a book that I did not write. When you don't want to feel, death can seem like a dream, but seeing death makes dreaming about it ridiculous. Mystical undertow in life, quicksand shadows, hard time coping with the quicksand. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'd like to read a selection of lettering that I found in my high school sketchbook. Proud of my scars, warrior girl, malevolent, corridors of light, cruel intentions. We are a swift, sweet, sweet chord cried out in tongues of fire. Beyond reach, broken heart. I'm losing my mind. Boys are liars. Human sacrifice. Betrayed by love. And finally, hand puppet of doom. Yeah, so our audience out there is just thinking flat out cool. <laughs> oh, horseman. Well, we'll save that for another time because I think, I think we would definitely hear that on a yeah, future show. Teenage angst will continue. Don't worry. Oh, Ariel, Ariel has a few quotes. Uh, okay. Yes, These are quotes him. from ex-boyfriends. No, no, no. I never went out with Evan. Make no, that clear. not Ariel's ex-boyfriend, no. but ex-boyfriends. Friends, ex-boyfriends. No, no, no they definitely didn't. didn't. Be... Remember the picture of the dude that I show you and ask you if it looked like Brian and you said absolutely not? That's this guy. Good answer, Tom. Good okay. answer. Drunken, drunken Evan. I'm too funny, too funny for my shirt, so funny that it hurts. I'm too funny, too funny for my hair. Grabs hair. Fuck that. That hurts. I'm giving you a lot of quote fodder. I'm too funny for my Kurd. That's Saddam Hussein's drunk song because of the Kurdish rebels. Oh, drunky drunks. They're always fun. All right, well, Rebecca, apologize to you if you do listen to this, but those those quotes kind of loserish. Ouch. Actually, I like Evan. Though. What? What's going on? Ah, I don't know what the hell is happening. Randomness inside inside gossip that no I know no respectable I know science things listener wants to hear. Um, what do you mean there was no gossip there? Okay. No, it, it was it was funny. I agree. Okay. No, that's that's okay. Um, well, as we discussed last week, uh, we lost a good dear friend of I Know Science Things. That was our phone number and voicemail line. Uh, no longer with us. But, um, like Lazarus from the grave. Uh, like Wait. the phoenix rising from the ashes, uh, but in a wholly new and awesome form. We have a new phone number uh, to give out to our audience out there. Uh, to call in, leave voicemails for us, uh, and just generally tell us what's going on I Know Science Things. I like, I like to tell the phone number right now to give it out to the, the people out there in the world. Uh, our phone number is area code 206 Nine eight four one eight eight two, and while it doesn't spell anything, uh, it does spell awesome because you get to leave a message for us. So once again, it's two zero six nine eight four one eight eight two. And I'm gonna I'm gonna put a challenge out there to listeners of I know science things. If you call our voicemail line and leave a specific phone number, I will call that phone number and say whatever you want me to say. And that's it's so Wait, it's, on the air. On the air, I'll record it, but I'll do. I mean, if you don't want me to record it, just say it. If you want me to break up with your boyfriend or girlfriend for you, uh, if you want me to tell you tell your boss, you know, to go fuck himself, uh, as long as it's legal, uh, and 
not too slanderous or liable. No, fuck it. As long as it's legal. It's the only restriction. I will call this number and say whatever the fuck you want to say. If it's, if it's your number and you just want to talk dirty, well, why not? Anything. Just give me a number and tell me what to say and I'll say it. Uh, yeah. So, so again, 206-984-1882. Call a voicemail, say hi, or give me a phone number and tell me what to say. And I'll do it. It'll be, it'll be a, an, an honor. Well, it'll be a free uh, uh, tomogram. Uh, it'll be pretty awesome. So just go ahead and do that or whatever you want to do. I just want to put the number out there because it is new. It does work. We will have it for the near future. Uh, have we uh, posted the – speaking of new things, have we posted the pictures of the I Know Science Things t-shirts? No, we haven't yet, but we really should. Um, well, we were going to start selling those. I don't think Ariel wants to make screen print like – well, not that anyone would fucking buy them in the first place. Like, it would be so awesome if one t-shirt got fucking purchased. But uh, no, we, uh, one of our co-hosts here made some pretty awesome screen-printed uh, I Know Science Things t-shirts. And maybe someday we'll run a contest for to we'll print a fifth one out. And uh, you know, and that person would be the fifth it'll be the honorary host. <laughs> Actually, fourth honorary we should, host. We should, Not, we, should, we should steal Chris's shirt. Yeah, we should, we should auction off the fourth honorary chair of I Know Science Things. Um, we should make him give his shirt back in. I think we should do that. Um, but no, it, it, it's it's... They're pretty awesome shirts. I'll put the pictures up of them because we have some pretty good pictures of us wearing them. Uh, and you know, Ariel did a pretty good job. It's pretty impressive. I mean, I, they're they're like spot on images of our little of our little logo. Uh, I'm you know I'm proud to wear it. I think you know the rest of the Iron Science Things crew is proud to wear it too. Uh, they're pretty good. I'm gonna wear it to lab one of these days. You definitely as should. As a GSI. You definitely should. Uh, but so you know, lots lots of shaking shakes up shakeups going on here. I know science things. Uh, new numbers. Old hosts leaving the program, uh, pretty awesome. But um, well, I, I guess I've, I guess I got one. Do I have one last thing to talk about? I don't even know if I do. You guys should what, take us out with one topic that you've been wanting to talk about. Brian or Ariel? Oh, we must talk about. Coachella. Well, no, that's that, that's just procedural stuff. Well, we've, we've already talked about Coachella. Yeah, right, on last episode. Right. But the offer still stands, people. Try to meet us out there, California. Mm-hmm. Be pretty cool. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, and we'll we'll have our little I know science things booth set up uh, by our campsite, and we'll, we'll broadcast live from uh, Indio, California. Uh, but no, we're not we're not nearly that cool. Um, but yeah, so it's you know it's episode sixteen of I know science things. There are, there are many ways you can reach our illustrious program and contact the host of I know science things. The first of those is the always easy uh, email. At I know science things at gmail.com. You can also go to Podcast Alley, which only one person in this room has done. Besides myself. And Ariel just put her hand up. That's Brian me who's not voting Brian, yet. Go to podcastalley.com, look up I know science things and click vote. Uh, Alright, I will. And that goes out to all of you listeners too. Do us a favor and vote for us this week. And do us here's an even bigger favor. This is this, this is so important and so awesome if you do it. If you listen to the show through iTunes, go onto iTunes, look up the show, and just leave a review. Leave a review. Say be as honest as you want to. I don't really care, but just leave us a review because the more reviews, the better. And it's good to see reviews up too. It's a good way to, to give us feedback. Um, you can also go to the website and leave a comment there at iknowsciencethings.blogspot.com. You can also, as I mentioned before, call our Awesome voicemail line at 206-984-1882. So, Brian, any closing thoughts for the I Know Science Things listeners out there? No. Ariel, any thoughts? I have less than three months left until I'm free. 
and that is how it should be. So, I know science things. Episode sixteen, we back Freedom. soon. And look at this, two weeks in a row, new episodes. Awesome, awesome. Like we're back on track. We're back on track. Uh, peace out.
die Cause I know you don't live here 